Hello everyone, welcome back to Sharp Cuts. My name is Garrett May alongside Josh Nickel. As always, welcome back to the show. And I am feeling hyped today, Josh. I wasn't feeling it five minutes ago. But as soon as the lights were on, we hit that record button. I'm ready to go, buddy. Are you feeling it? Well, when Garrett's fired up, I'm fired up. Okay, that was pretty weak. Like, you've got to meet my energy, like, when I come in hot like that, Josh. Otherwise, I just fall out, like... Are you ready to go or not? Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes Guy Gaming. I got to do the hand talking thing more. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Especially for the listeners who can't see this. You just have to get it going. Okay, because you can feel it through the mic. All right. Um, let's get right into it. So let's introduce our guests and a little bit of context. So uh, this is maybe the first time this has ever happened, Josh. You'll have to correct me if I'm wrong. But last week, we called out some people for bailing on the show and in a sharp cuts first time ever unprecedented we have those people on the show to potentially defend themselves or or, or call us out i don't know but please welcome to the show alina zwigowski and robin henshaw how's it going what do you two have to say for yourselves um i'll start off um thanks for having us on the show um but 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 Okay, I will have to defend myself because it was a tough bail. I, I don't think it was just a bail. Um, but also, Garrett, you did call me out on the show about not being a listener, but I actually heard everything you said, so I'm not to call you out on that later. But, anyways. <laughs> did you hear everything I said because I called you out or because you listened to every minute of every show? Okay, I, yeah, I definitely don't <laughs> to every minute of the show, but um, my buddy Daniel told me that I was clown of the week, so I did have to tune in. So Daniel's a listener, and you're just riding his coattails. Well, thanks for thanking us for bringing you on the show and way to, like, go high when I went low. So welcome to the show. Robin is here as well. Robin, how are you doing? And are you even a part of this nonsense that is happening there? I know, kind of ridiculous. I mean, it's been three weeks in a row that I've gotten a text from Alina. So Wednesday, you ready? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Wednesday comes and fail. Another text from Alina. <laughs> um, but I do have to, you know, some accountability. I do think last week, or last week, I may have texted back like, yes, that's the best excuse ever to miss the show. Absolutely, go watch the Raptors or whatever you were doing. Uh, I couldn't have come up with a better reason not to go on Garrett's show. Like, fully was in support of her. So, I mean, to be fair, like, Raptors... Yeah. Uh, getting think, getting roasted on a show, it's like, yeah, like, you know. Definitely okay with bailing on us for the Raptors. And, Robin, thank you for calling it Garrett's show. Like, I, you know, I appreciate that. Sorry. Josh, feel it. Josh, absolutely feel it. But do you Josh care, Alina, walk us through what the reasoning for the first bail was? <laughs> um first bail um i think that's josh when i was like i need someone to be here with me and then i asked about luke right that's for sure how it happened yep yeah. and then actually luke's had practice but then when we canceled practice i was able to circle back and get luke on the show and oddly enough he didn't invite you to come with him he invited marty instead so that was a weird uh, cycle of events there yeah so that was just a little weird confusion kind of like does he have practices or not? And then Martin came on the show. Good kudos to Martin. I missed that guy. Um, okay. That's the, that so, was the only like 
You bailed because you wanted someone to be on the show with you. And now we've got somebody on the show with you. You made it to the show. And Robin immediately doubles down and buries you and calls you out for also bailing. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, it's fair. I'm not going to deny that Brutally. I didn't bail. But listen, we're here now. so. And I don't think we well, can overlook kind Garrett of that she did, get, she did get Daniel on the show. But now we found out that Daniel's a snitch because he told her exactly what we said. I'm still not convinced that she actually listened to the episode other than Daniel just said what was told. So she may not even know what was said word for word, just Daniel's interpretation. Okay. Well, immediate clown of the week to Daniel for snitching. Like, preemptive clown of the week to Daniel for that. Right? He didn't snitch, trust me. I I was just curious how it went, because I was like... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. (laughs) God, Garrett, I was like, let me see how this went. And I just, like, skip, skip, and then... You skipped, skipped, and just happened to fall on when I went clowns of the week 45 (laughs) minutes into the episode? No, no, no. You talked in the beginning, whatever intros, and I was like, skip. And then I just listened from there, and you were like, all right, going to have to call some people out for bailing. And then there it goes. She was listening in like three times speed oh and then heard her name and got really excited. Ah, like, there it is. Now it's important. There yeah. it is. Okay. Now, I realize when introducing you, I didn't, you know, I do this, Josh. I introduce the guests, but I never tell the listeners who these people are in case they don't know. I guess I kind of just assume that everybody knows who we're bringing on. Is there anything we need to tell the people about you two before we get into stuff? Or, or do everybody just knows who you are already? I don't know if people knew you were a coach for two years. I think they picked up on that when Robin said it was Garrett's show. So they must have known there was no, some no, sort of No, no, they didn't pick up there. on that, Josh. That was just unrelated. Is it, It's Garrett's show. Yeah, it could have been connected to would be bad. Okay, you two. You got to figure it out here, okay? Terrible. Alina's bailing on us twice. Robin's coming on with the choppiest internet on the planet. And, you know, like, what is going on? Okay, you know what? You two, tell me. What did did you want to talk about? What did you guys come on the show to chat with us about? Honestly, whatever. Like, I don't know. If you're the host, come on. I mean, we could take a deep dive. We could take a deep dive into, like, what's it like being post-Garrett's coaching? You know what I mean? We're we're products, technically, of a Maria Garrett coaching duo that was pretty strong. Oh, well, that's very nice of you. If I say so myself, pretty, pretty, I mean, I have to, at some point, say Yeah. one. Well, I appreciate that. I hope hope that a post-Garrett coaching situation is a vast increase. Like you, I was holding you back somehow. And now after it's just gotten way better, you're rid of me. That would be great to hear for you. But ego, selfishly, I'd love to hear that it's just gone downhill since. So you'll have to confirm or deny. Oh, 
Oh, I don't know. Lena, you want to go for this one? Okay, you hesitated. That says it all, Josh. Like, I don't know if I can handle that. Maybe we need to <laughs> move away from that. Cause that I, I want to know about, like, the team dynamic. Like, I, I know Garrett and Maria are great coaches, but I'm wondering, when you coach with your partner like that, like, could you tell there was ever tension? Like, if Garrett didn't do the dishes, were they ever bickering at practice? Like, was there ever issues <laughs> about the partnership dynamic of coaches? Or was Garrett able to, like, tap his ego down a little bit and notice that he's not the head coach, so he doesn't get to speak as much as maybe Maria did? Like, how did they manage their dynamic coaching together? I think it was, I don't know if it was more Garrett tapping down. It's, I think it was more our team had been coached by Maria for a while. That's true. An enormous amount of respect for her. And so it was mostly our team being like, oh, this Garrett guy just joined. We don't know who this is, but this Maria girl, she's pretty cool. Uh, we like her. Yeah. So stranger I guess we'll listen to him once sure. in a while. Entering yeah, that huge scene. stranger danger. First male coach we'd had on the team as well. So that was new. We'd only had female coaches up to then. So that was pretty, that was kind of a bummer, honestly. I, I yeah, almost no, went my I whole it. club career being coached by only women. But, yeah. No, I get it. It was a bummer for me too. Um, <laughs> well, it was the first time, Josh, that I'd ever coached women. Garrett, but. So that was a new experience for me. Um, but still didn't answer the question, Josh. Like, you know, did did Maria and I's domestic spats ever carry over into the coaching arena? I don't think so. No. But um, I feel like I buried the ego and shut up, Josh. But I don't know. Maybe I, I didn't. I feel like you guys, no, it definitely didn't carry over to the court. But I remember sometimes there was not arguments, but like you saw, you viewed something one way and then she kind of viewed it the other way. I, something like that, I don't remember, but you know. Yeah, definitely coaching with your partner is like, you know, if you're the assistant, you're like, hey, let's take a time out here. It's like, no, no, oh, okay. Like, I guess we're not, we're not taking a time out here. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what? I get that it's a bit sensitive to really give your honest opinion. Because, you know, Maria's going to listen to this back, obviously, and you want to be respectful to her. And But come on, I can take it. Bring bring on the full truth here. I don't know, Robin. What do you have? I don't know. I think the one thing we did hear jokes about once in a while was the, when are Maria and Garrett getting engaged? Oh, talk, Which talk. was, I think when you're coaching like a, you know, what, 16, 17-year-old girls team, we might have fueled that fire a little bit as well. Like every trip they went on, they'd come back and they'd have 12 people in their face. Like, where's the ring? Us now. And with no fail, no ring. So that is now obviously solved, but. <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Like don't, don't coach with your partner when you're not married or engaged or anything it's just a pressure cooker for that sort of thing so so much pressure there yeah like lesson learned there josh so rectified that but holy yeah like go away and come back and like hey how was it what do you mean yeah like i don't yeah glad to be through with that oh boy all right well enough about me josh i know this show is all about me but we have content to get to like yeah you were curious about me stop it okay Let's get into really... This is the, your show. I feel like I'm just a guest every week on your show. I'm just like a regular guest, I think, is what's Yeah, like, could here. you contribute once in a while? That would be great. I asked you last week to be entertaining, and you blew it. So, like, can you at least step it up this week? Thank you. 
Uh, have you seen the views? The downloads are insane. I don't know how YouTube's doing, but the, that show did very, very well for a couple of guys who won two matches this year. In spite of you, Josh. Imagine that. <laughs> In spite of your lackluster performance, it did well. Anyways, and we'll get to that, Josh, because it's time for Players and Clowns of the Week, everybody's favorite segment. Okay, because there's four of us here. It always takes long when we do it, so we better get into it. So, Robin, Alina, I hope you are both prepared with players and clowns. Okay, all right. And, okay, see, this is just that we – you know what, Josh? We don't inform <laughs> guests about the tech situation beforehand, and I'm regretting it immediately because you know what happens when you turn your camera off when you're recording with – I have to edit things. Oh, no. Josh. I absolutely blew that. I'm trying to get anyway, better production Wi-Fi meeting. Here for you. Gosh, this is a train wreck. Player of the week to me for putting up with this. Um, we haven't had to talk tech issues since Jake McNeil was on the show and be tapping at the table or ducking or moving around the camera. Like it hasn't been an issue for like 40 episodes. I feel like. Love that you like worked in calling out Jake in that moment. <laughs> I I love that subtle sharp cut. We should do stuff like that more. Anyways, it's time for yeah, players of the week. So I hope Robin figures it out and gets ready to go. Uh, because I'm ready to go, and I'm going to start, Josh, because you just about, like, stole my thunder here. So, player of the week to you and me, Josh. To you and me. Congrats to us this week. Absolutely. Player of the week. Should we describe why, or should we just, like, is it? it's just because we're just that great. We just deserve it every week, but this week is special. I'd love to know the reason. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. <Great. laughs> Didn't even hesitate. Well, th- now that I'm at this moment, I'm realizing that this is pretty lame. But, Josh, you know the YouTube game is a hard game, right? And we are closing in on 100 subscribers on YouTube. The first 100, they say, is the hardest to get. And after that, they say it's easier. I don't think it's going to be easier for us. But we are very, very close, Josh, so much that we may even be at 100 when this episode airs. So if you haven't already, head over to Sharp Cuts Volleyball and hit that subscribe button and help us out at least to get to 100, right? Then we at least have like 20 something more episodes before we have more episodes than subscribers. So we need the help there, Josh, but congrats to us, right? Yeah, the subscriber thing is cool. I think people are like, oh, you wanna get to a certain number so you can monetize this? No, I don't care about that. We have an inside joke where we will cancel the show as soon as the episode number passes the subscribers and we were getting dangerously close to that number. So I'm glad we have a little bit more breathing room now so we can we can keep doing the show. Yeah, like we were super close. Like episode 60-ish, we were around 65 subscribers. So like, yikes, that was dangerous. So we've got a buffer now, but we want to push that even further. So hit that subscribe button. We appreciate you. I mean, player of the week to all the subscribers as well. So maybe now after Alina and Robin actually subscribe to the show on YouTube, we may just get there. Alina, are you subscribed? Going on my phone right now because, you know, I watch. watch. Uh, Well, we didn't know that. So let's get you subscribed. Um, Robin, you too. All right. You are at 67 now. Thank you. Thank you. Well, okay, I've heard number but, 67 is always the best subscriber, but yeah, but we're, we're not at 67. You would know we're not at 67. If you actually subscribed and saw the numbers, we're very close to 100 is what I'm saying. We may actually be. So. Anyways, let's get there. Maybe before the end of this episode, recording is even over, Josh. Let's just make a few fake accounts and go on there and just push it, right? No, we got to do it the right way. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. 
um, by other by begging our guests to be subscribers on the show. That's doing it the right way, right? Th- right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the real way to do it. Um, okay. I have another players of the week, and it's got to go to Daniel Austin and Charlie Windsor for somehow. And Josh, I didn't even know about the downloads when I wrote this down. So this last week, and Alina Robin, we'll have to see what we can do this week. Last week is our fastest growing episode in Sharp Cuts history. It is blowing away all of our numbers on YouTube and is crushing it. So, I mean, congrats to those guys for for what? Did they did something happen? Like, are they the draw? I didn't know those 2 and 18 Trent guys were like such a pull. Did they pack the shack onto YouTube to get us the views? I don't know, Josh, but I thank them for that. Yeah, I don't know how they did it, but thank you guys. Thank you so much. I mean, yeah, they, their so. numbers on, on the podcast, Garrett, are, they're doing what like most shows do in the first month. They're doing in the first week. So who knew that uh, the Trent Excalibur had such a big following? It's a well, lot of it's pressure. It's already our second most watched video ever. And it's only well, been a few days. Let's put that into perspective. We've had Brandy Wilkerson on the show like twice. We've had Melissa on the show. We've had Sarah Pavin once or twice on the show. Like we've had some big shooters, Heather Vanzi. Like there's been some big guests come through. And Charlie Windsor is leading the charge <laughs> with the snitch Daniel Austin. This is amazing. So why don't yeah. I get uh, for bringing them? Well, because <laughs> we get... have to see how your episode does. So if your yes. episode, Dominic, now the challenge is on. Not only do we need you both to subscribe because we need to get to 100, but we need you both to somehow help the next episode get even further so you can rub it in his face, right? Yeah. So maybe Alina will be balanced out with a player of the week to balance her clown of the week out. Yes. If we can get- Although I don't know that it works like that, Josh. We'll have to actually see how it works like if you get player of the week and clown of the week does it like even out or are you still a clown but you just did another cool thing like is that does that matter i think it's one at a time you got to take each moment on its own thing it doesn't cancel out like the universe here yeah so deep sorry alina there's a lot of layers to this show if you guys would listen you would know how complex it can get it's a pretty deep show Okay, so those are my players of the week. Uh, congrats to us, Josh, as really a self-involved player of the week. Um, but that's it for me. Okay, who's next? All right. Um, well, Alina and I talked about this one, but we're doing a... I'm doing a duo clown and player of the week. Yeah, yeah that's right. Take yeah. it in one moment, and I'm giving it to both of them at the same time. Well, I, um, I, I don't follow. Doing... So you're already naming your clown of the week now because you ruined the surprise that you're doing the same person as player and clown? Yeah, well, it goes hand in hand because I, I can't. Like, it's okay. I'm just going to go ahead. Bring it. Um, UBC women's team. Clown lost in quarters. That sucked. But then hosted Nationals, so got that automatic bid. And a lot of people were upset about that. And won Nationals Player of the Week, at least. Okay, so let me get this straight. The country, so but... Player of the Week for winning Nationals, congrats. I mean, congrats, obviously. That's Yeah, that was huge. Congrats. And a Clown of the Week for losing in quarters in their own 
provincial division. Yeah. So do we also then need to get like, if that's clown of the week worthy after you and nationals, do we need to give like a massive clown of the week to every team that finished fifth in every provincial division for losing in quarters? How did your women do this year? Hey, they got past quarters actually. Okay. Good. (laughs) Great. How did how did Western women do this year? <laughs> we did not get past quarters this year. <laughs> so does that mean clown of the week to your team too? I guess self self clown of the week. That's okay. All the point. I'll take it. Okay. okay. Clown of the week for losing the queens in the quarters. Western women's team. Yeah, queens. Hell of a game, but yeah. I got well, that one. There you go. I mean, so to bring it full circle. Player of the week to UBC, congrats for the for the big win. Yeah. But also, you blew it in the provincials. Now, if you two had listened to the sh- were listeners to the show, you would have known we chatted about that last week, um, and that's a little bit of old news. But it's okay, um, Robin. I have a question for you because our listeners don't know this, but right now our viewers are seeing something on screen instead of your face. So what do you want that to be? Mm. Oof, that's a tough one. I'm going to say like a nice reel of like puppies playing in a field. I know most people go for like a highlight reel. can't really do that with a bench player. So I'm going to say maybe like some cute animals. Okay. So doing something it's, adorable. It's been like... It's been like 10 minutes now that you've had your camera off and this whole time My everybody is seeing has been seeing a, a reel of puppies like cute animals instead of you and they will have seen Are it without any not context. Are you my face right now? And no we can't if you're trying to we can't. My but it's okay because the puppies time. Are, are worth it. You called it out. So this is what the people are seeing right now. And they're only just getting context for it right now. That's tough. Okay. Awesome. Who's next? <laughs> oh, she's back. Oh, no. The puppies are gone. No way you can't see me right now. That is so disappointing. We I can right now. On this the puppies whole time. are gone and we got you. So thanks oh, for the The viewers are going to be so week. disappointed. <laughs> and there goes me and Alina being your top viewed video. The puppies are gone. I have nothing to bring to the table. This is ridiculous. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. We can still write this ship, everybody. We can do this. Mid-game inspirational talk here. Okay? What did we used to say when we were on the bench? Did I ever bring out some let's goes or some some inspirational thing to get it going? It was just, Usually it was like... It's like a clap. This ref sucks. Yeah. It sounds like me. And we'd all be like, yay, Garrett. And then maybe a little hype up in there. like. Okay, well, we need Josh to give me a card then to up? get us hype here. But we don't have Sharp Cuts cards. But maybe it's a new segment we should get going, Josh, where we just give each other cards in the middle of an episode. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's not a card. Get a yellow card, card. mid-episode. That's you have to have a yellow right thing there. right there. Unbelievable. Good thing she turned her camera back on. That joke wouldn't have worked. Yeah, Robin. Well, I know. Our listeners Imagine have no how idea. Embarrassing if my camera was still off and I tried to make that joke. <laughs> I'd be standing there like this with nobody answering me. Well, <laughs> our listeners still have no idea. 
but we'll just just so Robin held up a yellow card just for everybody who's listening because I mean we got a yeah. mixed audience here. We have digressed significantly, so if you're still listening, thank you and hit subscribe. Uh, Elena, over to you for player of the week. Okay, so as Robin said, we did talk about um, this a little bit, so I will also have to give a little. It's a little boring, but um, I will have to give player of the week to UBC's team as well. Um, I don't know. Listen. I was trying not to be original. Robin went first, so that sucks. Well, um, hold on. You talked about it. My bad. And knew what was happening and still doubled up. Yes. We said we were going to do it together. Okay. We're teammates first, yeah, we're teammates. Yeah, what do you mean? Teammates first. But you're not teammates we anymore. We said forever. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Well, then I'm a teammate. <laughs> Should I also have player of the week, UBC? So, it's too late for that now. You didn't you didn't join the FaceTime before the call, so we couldn't let you know. Yeah, but next yeah. time we'll let you know. Yeah. FaceTime's not in Sharp Cuts budget. We have this out of <laughs> for us. Okay, so you're gonna give at least give a little different reasoning for it, or just just same up. Um, I guess I don't know. It's just a crazy thing to do. Like Trinity Western was number one, number two, bouncing back, and then. UBC lost, and they weren't even on U Sport top 10. Um, and then look at them now. They win national title, so good for them, I guess. I don't know. Seems like they didn't really care much about what was being said about them because they had lost the quarters. So, again, good for them. So um, That's true. And that's a program that definitely needs more national championship banners in their gymnasium, right? <laughs> like, they're significantly lacking for those. Yeah. Jeez. You know what? Clown of the week. Like, forget the player of the week, UBC. You won enough, okay? Losing the core you can get player of the week for winning national? Ah, come on. Lame. Now, are you both going to... Because we're going to go to clowns of the week. So, you have a chance right now to either... Double down on the UBC thing or come up with something new and spicy to get things going. I'll leave that up to you while we go to Josh for your player of the week, Josh. Garrett, I'm going to go to the beach side and I'm going to say uh, Sarah Hughes and Kelly Chang. A lot of fans would know Kelly as uh, Kelly Clays, uh, playing under her maiden name. So, Garrett, a lot, of, a lot of drama with this team in the years past. So, they just won the Elite 16. Since they've reunited as a partnership, they've won a Challenger in Elite 16, uh, FIB Finals, took a fifth in an Elite, fifth in a Challenger, and like I said, they've already won an Elite 16. Um, but they played together at USC, were like dominant. I think they didn't lose a match for like two years, and then they played on tour and they were doing really well. And then Sarah chose to leave. She thought she could find a better partner, and ironically, she's the one who didn't make the Olympics. Kelly did when playing with Sarah Swansell. So very public, very ugly breakup, and now they're reunited like an awesome movie sequel. It's going together. They're dominating again. The, the world's balanced out, Garrett, now that uh, Sarah and Kelly are playing together again, and they're absolutely crushing it. So uh, as much as I enjoyed the drama and the breakup, it's cool to see them back together and just, like, crushing it together. So cool story, and they're, they're like I said, rolling. They're either quarterfinalists or winning tournaments right now. Yeah, absolutely. Congrats to them. I mean, Josh, you know what I'm going to scold you on, though. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, you do. You, we've done. This is episode 80 of Sharp Cuts, Josh. We've done 80 of these things. You know what I'm about to say? Uh, no, no, I have no idea. Just take a guess. That's Josh. what keeps it exciting. It's Josh. Just take a guess, week. Josh. Is, 80 is episodes you don't know me. And I took I took two people. Is that what you're saying? Because you had two different award winners this week. Is that not allowed? This yeah, is no, a team that's that fine. Okay, good. 
You're giving player of the week to our rivals who Canada's competing against. Are you kidding me? Rivals. Rivals. It, our rivals to the south. Our direct neighbors, Josh. They don't need that, that extra means, extra love from you. That means whoever like does well on the world tour scene who who Brandy and Mel might play against, I can't ever say, like, you know, that team's pretty good. Well, you gotta give you gotta give a player of the week for Brandy and Mel then too, because they've also been killing it. Sure. Well, here's the thing, Josh. You didn't give them player of the week, and you could have. And here's why: because you're used to the success, aren't you? So when they have a mediocre result, you're like, ah, oh, probably should have been better, because you're used to it. You took it for granted, didn't you, Josh? I took it for granted. I said they would win again. They took a fifth. I may have given them a sharp cut curse there. Usually we give them a sharp uh, sharp cuts bump, and people usually do well when we say they're going to do well. This one was a bit of a fumble by me, so uh, I apologize to to Mel and Brandy who were crushing it until we mentioned like, ah, oh, it's old news. They're just going to keep crushing it. I got used to it, Garrett. Well, great, great point, Robin, because them, what, they come fifth at that event? Yeah. Them coming fifth 10 years ago, Josh Nickel would have been hype about that. Yeah, oh, yeah. And you're saying oh, yeah. they, they had a slump with a fifth? Come and, on. And Sarah and Sophie take a ninth, and we all shrug our shoulders. We're like, oh, what's going on? What's wrong? We know it's a top 10 finish, Gary, where, again, five years ago, we'd be lining up the parade. We cannot get used to this, Josh. I'll say it again, and you're used to it. You blew it. So clown of the week to you, Josh, for that. But okay, congrats to everybody involved. Congrats to, congrats to those teams. Okay, players of the week. Did we have any uh, any others, or are we done with that? I'm good there. Oh, I got one. I've been watching. Have you guys seen this? I know. I'm like an idea machine now that barely once the ball's rolling. Um, I've been watching the McMaster released a documentary about their men's team. I watched it. Carefully filmed. Shout out to whoever made that. Literally strung my heart cords right there. And so shout out to whoever made that documentary because it, like, I don't even, McMaster's supposed to be a Western rival and I'm out here, like, I was cheering them on when they, when the men's team was playing at Nationals. I was really excited for them. Um, so that was a great, if you haven't seen it yet, definitely check it out because it, it was really good. Great point, Robin. And I didn't know that. And we didn't know that last week, Josh, when we were talking about McMaster. Oh, no. So can we just say, though, the, what a, the, the turnaround most improved of the year, McMaster's media department, McMaster Volleyball media department, because are you kidding me? We called them out not three months ago for having the worst stream anyone's really ever seen. And now, we're, last week we talked about what a great stream it was. And, Robin, you're saying they had a beautiful documentary that was tugging at the heartstrings, oh, beautifully filmed? It was great. It was wonderful. I had to watch it on the TV, like big screen. Unbelievable turnaround for that group. Like, of course, yeah, well-deserving if that's what Lots they're bringing after yeah. we heard about the complaints before. Yeah, Daniel did mention the documentary, but we didn't hype it up the way that Robin delivered to pull it out the heartstrings there. Uh, I just, uh, you know how... Making trailers for them, honestly. It was very good. When you type too much on YouTube, Garrett, it shrinks it. You got to expand it and get into the weeds a little bit. But I believe uh, Colin Wuda is the one who deserves the credit for uh, shooting and editing this beauty of a documentary. So like Robin said, check it out if you haven't seen it already. But uh, uh, almost 12,000 views already. And it's been out since March 16th. So good for Mac. 
Yeah, maybe well, if we shout them out, they'll shout us out and we'll get a little piece of that action because that would be... Now that they're getting lots of views. <laughs> yeah, smart move, Robin. You understand the business here. So <laughs> There's that sharp cuts bump, right. yeah. Yeah, we need to start being strategic with our players of the week to call out people who may give us exposure, Josh. So that's just a little business thing here. We're getting a lesson. All righty. Well, let's pivot to really the favorite segment of the week. Really everybody's favorite segment of the week. And it's Clowns of the Week. And Josh... It, this is a hit and miss for me. I nail it sometimes. Sometimes I don't. So I have two this week to try to hedge my bets to try to deliver something worthwhile of a call out. So I'm going to start with my worst, my worst call out because it's not a person. It's just really anybody who's ever said these words. And I know it's you. So I'm giving you clown of the week for all the reasons we said before, but also this reason. Anybody who ever says my athlete or my athletes as a coach probably my biggest pet peeve in volleyball coaching is when people say those words first of all they're not your athletes they're their own athletes you can beat it okay you don't own anything my athletes okay beat it second of all the word athletes is just so just so vanilla so bland so weak that it's just no personality to it whatsoever. Incredibly boring. So, Josh, how often in a day would you say you say those words? Uh, never. I, I'm a big, like, we guy, even when, like, they messed up and I'm giving them, like, the gears a little bit. It's all about we. Very, very specific about the language where, yeah, there's no possessive stuff going on. Or, like, the, the, the counter to that is you say my athletes, but then when you're mad at them, it's like, you didn't do this. And I, I absolutely hate that battle where it's like, it's we when we do well and it's we when we're not doing well. You're, you're a team through and through. Come on, Garrett. This isn't day one stuff here. Come on. I, I don't believe you. Like, I, I don't I don't trust that. I'm hesitant, but good for you if it's true, Josh. Good for you. That's kind of lame, though, because I'm not really pointing anything out. But this one actually is timely because it's the time of year, Josh. And I don't know if you know this because indoor. But it's a time of year when schools start asking for their jerseys back from the teams that you played on. Absolute clown move if you're a program who's making their athletes like not having a jersey to give, like they don't get a jersey. They have to give it back. Absolutely, like one of the weirdest things I see in the collegiate sports is when you get a jersey and then you got to give it back. You get it back next year. Like you don't just get a team set. We fly people across the country Put them up in hotels. We hire coach buses to drive back and forth. Yet we can't give everyone a jersey. I hate it, Josh. So clown of the week. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and disagree on this one. Where I I think jerseys are expensive, and why why do you want it? Like the York guys, I think have more t-shirts and shorts and sweaters and all kinds of stuff than they'll ever need. So they have their team gear. Why do you want to walk around in a York, little too tight in my opinion, sleeveless jersey? Like, are they going to wear that to Starbucks? Like, when are they ever going to wear their York jersey again? That the school doesn't need to buy jerseys every single year for these cats, and that jersey money can go into like ex uh, exhibition games or something else or or a team party for the guys like team building for a meal or something like i don't understand why we need to buy new jerseys every year we're like i don't think the traction of wearing the jersey again is what you think it is where are they going to wear the jersey again so you don't need to buy new jerseys every year but you need to buy new jerseys for the new teammates every year 
Definitely. Because because the alternative, Josh, is you're a first year. You're getting some sweaty, stained jersey that the other other person was wearing, and you got to wear this thing now. It's not yours. Like, it's that person's. They wore it for four or five years. What are you talking about? You want to wear that thing? In my first year at Western, Josh, I got the old Augusta purple, ancient from the 80s jersey that I was that I, we put on. And it's like weird size, boxy. It's not mine. Dozens of people have worn this thing before me, and it just feels weird putting it on. You're telling me that's you want that? your thoughts as well on the uh the current western jerseys then if you hated the old ones so much they changed up the design eh here's the funny thing they changed up the design for two reasons so in my first year our bus caught fire um and the entire set of these jerseys that have been around for 20 years were burnt up in the bus fire because everybody's bags were destroyed (laughs) well we think it was the uft team because they were bit no it, it just the bus caught on fire and the jerseys were destroyed. So they had to get a new set. Then the next year they changed sponsors. So we got another set. So we got to keep a set of jerseys, Josh, from that year because they were retired. So it was awesome. I still have that jersey. I'm going to frame that thing. Like I have it forever. But if you have to give it back, you have nothing. So you're saying when you graduated from Western, you would have had four jerseys and you would have been over the moon. Are you saying like they order this ginormous amount where you get one jersey your whole career and every new year somebody recycles like their their new shirt. Like how many numbers are we ordering here, Garrett? Well, no, I would have graduate with one jersey. Well, or two because of the, the two sets of jerseys because that's my jersey. The only flaw with that is Under Armour changes their design every year. So Western would have to order like a, a large amount, like the same cut and design I don't think is available every single year. Great. Love it. Bring on the full new set. <laughs> what would you do if you had four Western jerseys right now? I don't understand. Eight, you'd have the home and away. What Would you wear them to Kids Beach? Like, what are you doing with these jerseys? Yeah, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's your jersey. They give out purple blankets when you have, like, four years of service at the end of four years. What, you, you're going to, oh, it's, what, I'm not going to use this blanket when I'm eating. No, it's like, that's part of that time. I'll have that for the rest of my life, Josh. You play five years, maybe, of university volleyball, and you have the rest of your life to reflect on all the mistakes you made back in those years. So the least you can do is take a jersey home. Gosh. I can get on board with this if, if you were, like, ordered to, like, one you have to give to a kid or donate to an auction or do something. I don't see Garrett May walking away with eight jerseys being a good idea. I just – I'm not on board <laughs> with this idea. Okay. Especially once it starts getting hung on the wall. It's just bad home decor, honestly. True. And I'm not saying eight jerseys, Josh. Nothing. And I say that as somebody who one of the only colors I own right now is purple. Purple goes with nothing. Yeah. It does no, not pair well with like any color. It's terrible. I, I do agree. We got a purple. We had a purple tracksuit that year from Under Armour. What am I going to wear those pants with? Like, where am I going to wear those pants? And, like, I'm never going to wear those again. Oh, that's kind of dope. You guys get pants. I think what York, we don't even get pants, Josh. Uh, we also, but we did get new jerseys here, right? So 
So here's the trickle-down effect, is everyone's always looking what other people get. The first York practice I went to, I got more York clothing than I have from the national team. So everyone's always a little, oh, the grass is greener over here. I can't believe, oh, did you hear Western gets pants? We don't get pants. I got, like, four shirts, a hoodie. Uh, I, apparently there's a backpack coming. I got shoes. Like, I got way too much stuff, Garrett, that BC did not provide me. So let's Josh. just be happy with what we get. You are unbelievable. You got a set of shoes. You got four shirts. You got all this clothing. And you're saying, oh, it's expensive to make a jersey? Come on, dude. They're giving you all this crap. Cut that in half. You don't need four shirts. Give you a damn jersey. Like, give the jersey to the people who wore it. This wasn't going to be my clown of the week, but now I will say it's a clown of the week. This happens in club and this happens at university. You know what I hate, Garrett? And it happens at the provincial team. On Tuesdays, you have to wear your red shirt. On Wednesdays, you have to wear your black shirt. And if you don't, there's punishment. Why does it matter in practice that we all wear the same colored shirt? I'll never understand that. Our team actually does that, Josh. That's funny you bring that up. Ours too. And there's a punishment for guys who don't do it. I'm like, why Why does it matter that everyone wore their grays today? By the way, gray is the worst practice shirt color ever. It gets sweaty. It looks disgusting. Like, why everyone wears gray, I'll never know. But why do we demand that we're only a team unity, Garrett, if we wear the exact same thing that everyone else is wearing? Yeah. Yeah. See... Now you're going to bring up another pet peeve that's actually kind of minor, and you're going to call me out on the jersey thing, but I don't know. There's an argument to be made for wearing the same thing in practice. I don't know. I don't like it, but maybe I should just argue with you because that's the thing we do on this show. Like maybe if the libs were a different color and it was for like the scrimmage or the game still stuff, I could get on board with like you needed like the quote unquote uniform, but you didn't want to wear your uniforms. But no, we have like a jersey color of the day that everyone has to wear. I, I'm not on board, but maybe again, because I'm coming from Volleyball Canada where we don't have a clothing sponsor right now, Garrett, we just wear whatever we want. And you know what? Everybody's just fine with that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Our team does I think that. I my bag in the morning and I don't know what shirt I'm supposed to be wearing or whatever. Like that seems stressful. I don't think I'd ever remember to wear the right shirt. I don't even think I remembered to wear the right jerseys when we played club. Never mind shirts. Like, that's too stressful. I just pack both in my bag. Whatever, when I show up and I see what Alina's wearing, that's when I put my jersey on. I would go, oh, okay, cool. Like, we're wearing red today or we're wearing black. Whereas shirts, too much. You know what it leads to, Josh? Here's the real selling point for your pet peeve. It leads to people leaving the multiple colors of jersey in their locker and never taking them home to Mm -hmm. wash them because they don't want to get punished. So they just leave them there and they get real gross. So that's a problem. That's a bigger problem than really who cares about what you're wearing. To to follow that rule, the workaround is to get stanky. So I don't know for a fact because I've never like around the team or long enough. I'm pretty sure York has laundry service or a lot of universities actually are starting to offer it, which they have laundry Brown, service and you're saying have. it's expensive to make a Jersey, Josh. <laughs> yeah. It makes me wonder how much money goes into the athletic department. That is just pure fluff. Why are we doing the athletes laundry? Why do they need eight shirts a year? Some programs give winter jackets. You're telling me you're going to wear like a Guelph Griffin's winter coat after you graduate. No chance. I don't know. I'm, I'm saying I'm a fan of winter jacket. We got winter jackets. I I make fun of the engineering people on my campus with their leather jackets, and I'm like, it's like a cult over there. Every student athlete at Western wears their winter jacket. It's ridiculous, and I'm guilty of this too. Better than everyone else when I wear it. Yeah, I'll admit it. Like I'm on campus, and I feel really cool in and my athletic jacket. 
You should feel better Absolutely. than everybody else. You let everybody else know you're better than them. Absolutely. Walk by someone wearing the same jacket. We have the volleyball on the side. I, I look at what sport are they of. Oh, tennis. Nice, nice, nice. It's a nice little connecting point, you know? So oh, the honey. jacket, I will. Like, those were hella expensive, I'm sure, for the for the Western Athletics Department. But thank you for those if they're walking so right now. So cults are cool as long as you're in the cool group. I, I see yeah, where exactly. we're going if with this. If you buy into yeah. the cult, the cult's not that bad. Yeah, absolutely. Josh, I got to call you out, though, man. Drink those. Like, you said jerseys are expensive. Yet you're talking about York giving you four shirts. Laundry service, man? Laundry? They do my laundry, but I'm pretty sure the guy's laundry gets done. Here. Right. They're paying somebody to do laundry. Does York make you return the jerseys? I'm pretty sure, Alina, you didn't get to keep your jersey. Yeah. We, no, they keep it in, like, there's a jersey room, which they wash it. But but um, the jerseys from last year and a couple of years before that, so we retired those jerseys and we got the new ones this year. So the graduating players from this year, they got that like blanket with a couple of your practice shirts and then the jersey from last year, they like they put that into the blanket as well. But no we don't I don't think we'll get to keep the jersey until we graduate. And then they put that jersey in the blanket. That but seems to solve both your problems, honestly. Also, yeah, you get like the jersey why you don't buy new ones. Yeah. Exactly, like we keep one of the jerseys, the jersey that we wear when we graduate, so it makes sense. Yes, but they sew it into a blanket? Yeah, it's like this big blanket with, um, like, shirts, in, like, in, stitched into it. Like, your practice shirts and your jersey stitched into it. It's kind of nice, actually. That's kind of like nice. Quilt. Yeah. I don't know if the men did that, but... Yeah, I don't so think shut up, we Josh. only had one graduating athlete. I don't think Andrew received a quilt. No. I was <laughs> You okay. know what, Garrett? If I had a budget and I was running a U Sports team, this one, it annoyed me at the time, but I thought, wow, what a great idea. So after we get slap slapped by McMaster and we lose in the semi, you know, we're in our team room <laughs> and then we leave and we go we go to walk out the door of the athletic center there and we walk by one of their boardrooms that the men's volleyball team has booked and two of their, their rookies wheel in coolers and they start distributing like rice bowls and meals for all the guys. So they serve really nice food to their guys after every game where I'm looking at our York guys and they're packing their own food. Some of them are good diet people. Some of them are not so good. So it was just interesting that like Mac has controlled their budget really well. I bet you they don't let the guys keep the jerseys, but they give them a hot meal after every game. Yeah, like compared to that, the jersey is peanuts. <laughs> like I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. Like maybe they just want to have tight control over like the uniform aesthetic i don't know we got to move on from it because we've belabored the point too much comment down below what your thoughts should you keep the jersey like come on you like we want i don't know maybe i'm crazy but josh bad reasoning bad argument for you josh so where were we we were in clowns of the week so josh you kind of did one that wasn't your clown of the week though right that wasn't my clown. I, I need to apologize publicly on air, Garrett. I'll say I'm the clown, and I'm going to apologize to Katie uh, Hutchison, who comments a lot on our post, Garrett, and I finally figured out how to you know, 
log into the YouTube and oh. comment. And uh, she commented on a rule that gets abused a lot. And I made a smart ass comment being like, if only we knew somebody on the OVA board who could get this rule changed. And she basically <laughs> said like, uh, you know, there's very little power in the board position. And, and she was very honest. So I just want to say, Katie, I know our sport runs on volunteers like you who are super involved. Like the OVA committee is a volunteer position. A lot of coaches are volunteers. So I was trying to be like the witty, funny guy on the internet. I, I'm actually sorry. I think volunteers make our sport run. So Katie, I didn't mean that just because you're on the board, you could get all these silly rules changed. So I, I wanted to apologize on air for that, Garrett. So does that make you the clown of the week? I am the clown of the week. Let's yes. go. Whoa. Absolutely. Well <laughs> deserved. Josh, take it. Absolutely. It feels worse though, that you're calling yourself out actually. Like, yeah. So, yeah. It's a bit, yeah. It makes me wonder, though, if the OVA president can't change rules. Who can change rules? Who made these rules? Why do these rules exist? True. It's a really yeah. great question, What came Josh. first, OVA or the rules, to be honest? Ooh. Chicken or egg? <laughs> yeah, like, how do we <laughs> I do have that? to say, though, Katie and the rules, My fa- one of my favorite Katie stories is, like, 14U, some coach was having an argument, and she pulled out of her backpack a printed copy of the OVA rules that stated they were wrong. So that was one of my favorite. I think it was a Katie and Kaylee duo there. That was she's she is pretty good with the rules. Okay, so she say. knows the rules. She has the rule book, but it's unclear how to change the rules. Mm. Josh, maybe we have some influence there. This show with our dozens and dozens of listeners, do you think we can start to maybe weasel into the provincial and territory sport organizations and get some rules changed? I think we can stretch it to hundreds of viewers. We can call it hundreds of viewers, Josh. At this point, oh. we can stretch it. Like let's uh, let's let's be aspirational. Okay, so clown of the week to yourself after I jokingly gave you clown of the week twice throughout the episode. It's been a rough week for me this one, Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> oh, I'll add in one more. I'll add in one more. You know how like some of our super fans, they don't comment on the show. They'll just message me. Uh, somebody did not appreciate my comment about how the R2 was useless in NCAA volleyball because we talked about how their men just celebrate and they run on the court. And I was like, oh, in the OCAA, they only tell your bench to calm down. So maybe they don't need the R2. I got a didn't appreciate the R2 comment, bud. <laughs> so... Like a text? Yes. The bud. That's like the Canadian version of someone cussing you out right there. I think so. So to all the refs out there, the R2 position is valuable. No, I'll double down because nobody texted me. The R2 position is worthless and you should all figure it out. So there you go, Josh. (laughs) Let's double down, man. The R2 is useless, bud. I don't know who it was. So maybe somebody. I'm really offending offending somebody. The R2 is useless, friend. I don't know. Like, is that, you know, let them know. Okay, now, here's the moment of truth. Robin, Alina, we've had 30 minutes since I we said there's a chance oh, to think God. about the Clown of the Week. Did we come up with anything, or are we going to double down on UBC? No, no, I came up with something. Let's go, Alina. I like it. All right. Okay, Clown of the Week. Gary, I'm going to have to give it to you, because you said... Yeah, this is the heat. Here we go. You said okay. I'm a listener, but of the podcast last week you, you you called me out in the podcast saying uh you're saying my name for clown of the week and you're like this is, this is uh, i don't know how to say your last name alina apologies and then you're like oh she's probably not even a listener but here i am telling you i heard it not because daniel told me but because i was curious to see how it went because go me i gave you the guest and there you go. Okay. I, I, listen. <laughs> okay. Listen. 
No, you listen. I'll take I'll take clown of the week for saying your name wrong. I think I was thinking back because I was like looking at it after I was like, I I probably butchered that. I didn't listen back to it, but I probably butchered it because when because when Josh that's the thing Josh said it to me, and I didn't read it, so I was like, okay, now I gotta say it, and I absolutely blew it. So I'll wear that. But calling me out for saying you're not a listener, are you a listener? Yeah, honestly. You are honestly a listener. Yeah. How many episodes have you listened to? I've listened to some of the ones that came out recently. So the one with Luke and Martin, the one with Jazz, because honestly, not calling him out, but um, I didn't think he would hop on a, a podcast. So just very unusual for Jazz. Um, okay. So I'll have to tune okay. into that. And then I'll How much of those episodes did you listen to? Okay, the one last week, almost the whole thing. Almost the whole thing, I'm not going to lie. Because you For knew real. you were mentioned. No. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, both, both, because... Oh, my God. Because, um, obviously, like... I told like Daniel to hop on it, so I just wanted to see how it went for like him, whatever. And then I asked him after I was like, "How'd it go?" And then he was like, "Oh, it was great, like super fun, whatever." And then, and I was like, "I, I actually, yeah, I did ask him. I was like, did Garrett say anything about me? Because I knew you'd be a little mad, you know, failing." There it is. There it is. Absolutely, the truth emerges. There is the nugget. And then okay. Give me a do-over then. Let's see if I can get your name correct. So, because I, I remember I used to be able to get it right, and that was years yeah. ago. So let me try it Here's again. So, Elena Zvigelsky. Close. Yeah. So how do you actually say it? It's Zvigelsky. So pretty much the way you said it, you just said it weird. You just said it weird. Well, yeah, it sounds weird when somebody's pronouncing your name and really enunciating it. Like if I were to say, my name is Garrett May, you'd be like, oh, like, <laughs> gee, this sounds weird, right? So I was, so I got it. No, you got it this time. But right. how'd you go from butchering it and then to just saying it perfectly? Did you practice it or something? Like, no, here's exactly how. I When Josh said it to me before the episode, I didn't read it. So when I can read it, got it. If I don't have it in front of me, it's I lose it. Well, that's good because sometimes people will read my last name and they'll be like, what? Like the York announcer, when they read your sir, he comes up to me ev- everywhere I go, everywhere. They're like, how do you say your last name? How do you say it? I'm like, it's not that hard. Just split it into three. You know? Do you ever get Zvigelsky? I do. I get Zivagelsky, I get Zivalivsky. My teammates don't even know how to say my last name. Zivalivsky would be brutal, actually. I'd be upset if that I got that. All right. Well, to be fair, I'll the York that. people couldn't say Fadari correct. So, I mean, yours is like a little bit more up on the difficulty scale. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, they do say Fadar and they say our, our teammate Amari. They say Amari. So, yeah. it might just be the. Okay, harsh. Well, I'll wear that one, but yeah, I got, hey, I'll get it right next time. 
And how many times will you bail on us before we have you on again? None. Zero. Zero? Okay. Unless, okay. unless I get, like, a surprise, like, Raptors event, you know. Then. Which which I think is fair. I think it's fair. If you bail on us again for the Raptors, though, twice, I think I'll have to start wondering, like, maybe you should check if there's Raptor tickets before you commit to being on the show, because there are probably some waiting for you. Okay. Robin, are you doubling down on UBC, or do you have another clown of the week? I don't know. I think I got to double down on UBC here. Uh, I just, uh, clown of the week, like, I can't think of that many people I want to trash on. I know. It's hard. Imagine doing 80 episodes yeah. of this. <laughs> brutal. Like, absolutely brutal. I Actually, I don't know. Yeah. Is like, like a you, you guys might find it easier. You, I think you have a little bit more fun with this. Yeah, like if it's not, it. maybe it's a if it's not at hand, that's when you get into like you're maybe gonna say someone's name who you shouldn't. So let's not yeah. go there. Like I'm not gonna just pull uh, and then I yeah. Okay. We're, we're nearing the end of the show here, and that's that's a long segment. The players and clowns of the week took 50 minutes. Like. Holy Josh, that's some content right there in one segment. But anyways, so we had some comments, Josh. I wonder if it's because we had so many views or something. Like, I don't know. We actually got some comments. So you've already referenced a few of them. I want to reference a couple others. So Derek Dedman, friend of the show, called us out. And I think it's a clown of the week for us, Josh. And I think we've already both been named clown of the week. And here's another reason why. So no love. And I... it's true. We never, we did not reference the women's college national champions one time in our discussion last week about the champions. Talked about UBC women. We talked about the the both men's new um, sport and CCAA, but we did not once mention the women college. And so that's absolutely on us. We can't consider ourselves a, you know, an upper class volleyball show if we're not going to do stuff like that, Josh. So we got to wear that. Absolutely. And and looking like I mentioned, I was steering for Humber during the tournament. They beat them 3-1. They 3-0'd uh, Camosun, who's always strong in the finals. So yes, Lakeland did deserve a shout out and, and we missed it, Garrett. We missed it. Maybe we'll have to get one of their players on the show so we could redeem ourselves and nearly showcase the program. I mean, that would be great. Again, Alina, do you know anyone who plays at like? (laughs) Yeah, like we should start mid episode. As your new, as our new booking agent, uh, can you maybe reach out and see uh, who's available? Um, Well, we basically had the entire York roster at this point, so we got to start branching out somehow. (laughs) But those get the most views because those are the only ones that Alina's seen. No, Trent apparently gets the most views. (laughs) Trent. Two and 18. How do we, we got to get more Trent people on this show, I guess. Yeah. How about Josh? Right. Uh, I give you some people, maybe from the Humber woman's scene. There we go. There you go. Branch it out. There we go. Okay. And the other comment we got to mention, these are both from last week's episode, by the way, is, is some guy also great name, but calling us both out, Josh. And I didn't appreciate this. And thank you for coming to my defense, Josh. You, we, we chirp each other a lot, but I know you got my back. So some guy mentioned about your comments about Johan David's performance as Charlie gave him player of the week, but he hit less than his body weight. 
Um, and you called him out for that. So he wondered if Josh Nickel would say that I wasn't deserving of a player of the week for my performance at my final national championships because in the final, I hit less than my body weight, is what he's saying. And, I mean, valid point, and you came to my defense, Josh. So first of all, some guy, watch it, okay? Just watch yourself, okay? Dominated buddy. that tournament. Yeah, dominated. Friend. The, watch it, buddy. Watch Bud. it, friend. Some guy. I don't know. Some yeah. guy. We don't know who it is. But calling me out after I have the two best games of my life, then the third game in the final when we lose three straight for having a bad performance, it's like everybody had a bad performance. We got our, You know what? But that's kind of petty. So the other thing he didn't know is that I hit 142, which at the time, believe it or not, was above my body weight. No, I'm just kidding. It, that wasn't even close. But um, And thank you, Josh, for coming to my defense, though. And... Uh, and saying that you would have given me a player of the week back then because I appreciate it. And that's a bit of a nice moment that we, you and I can have in the comments section forever. Well, f- full disclosure, I think I would have also – you would have been maybe my honorable mention. I think Riley Barnes had a heck of a tournament. I probably would have gave it to Riley Barnes, but uh, you, yeah, you but, were up there. But less than me. You you even referenced the numbers less <laughs> than me. You're not going to – you're going to – you wouldn't even have my back then? So I, I think Yoey, I hope he tries out for the Beach National Team. I hope to work with you on again. I think he had a great tournament, but how are you comparing beating Windsor and then a good Alberta team and then losing in the final to your year, huge upset over Trinity that had like Schreiber and Van Burkle and like all these other studs. And then you beat Mac who had Steven Marr, Jory, Danny. Like those were two games that you guys had no business like winning and you took down and you had like 20 points or more in each of them. So uh, I just, I thought it was a false comparable. This person's trying to stir the pot and you know what they got to us, Garrett? They got to us. So what if I did hit my body weight though? Like, what's the difference between like one, say, hitting 140 and hitting 180? Like, does that make it good all of a sudden if you hit above your it's, body weight? Like, it's just an imaginary line, and it's a funny joke from Moneyball where they're talking about if they should sign David Justice, and one of the scouts, the old school scouts, because it's all about bashing old school mentality in sports, be like, "Old man Justice, he'll be lucky if he hits his weight by July." So it's just funny that like it's just a line in the sand, being like, if you don't hit over your weight, you're not really that efficient of an attacker, Garrett. So. So to be fair, it was 142. That was below your weight, though. We did confirm that on the show, right? Well, I, again, it was close. And you were in fourth but, year, so it'd be close. It'd be close. Yeah, but uh, listen, back in the day, I was pretty scrawny, okay? But not that scrawny. In 142. First year, yeah, not in fourth year. Yeah. In first year, I was, because I got mono, I was down to 160. So I was tiny and... So I could have hit 160 and been all right, but no. Anyways. Probably why that jersey oh. didn't fit in year one, though. It was too boxy. It was huge. Like, <laughs> it was huge. It was from the 80s, Josh. Again, I'm still better. That's than also that. because you wanted to wear – weren't you – you were a high-digit guy in that era. Weren't you, like, 17 or something? And, and it's old school. It used to be, like, the, the number goes up with the sizes before the kids got to pick their numbers these days. Like, I, I had to you talk know, to Leah Marcos Josh, today. Leah Marcos was 43, Garrett. Who chooses the number 43? That is bonkers for a volleyball number. What number are you two right now? 12 right now. I've been going up by fours my whole life, though, so i got to keep on trend here. <laughs> Four, and then I was, and now I'm 12. I'm 18. Yeah, like, okay. Yeah, Josh, and that shows you how little you knew about me. I was 11 in my first two years. And then you switched. Yeah. So, Garrett, when I started. It was like the mid-range sizes, and it was still. Yeah, huge. Ginormous on you. Huge, yeah. 
Well, was there something that you got? Was it like a goal? Like you were like, oh, I'll get this and then I have to get big. Like once I have this massive jersey, I'm just going to have to hit the gym every day to fill it out. Like I no, feel like it, it would be like a goal jersey kind of situation. Didn't have a choice. Or like I have to earn 17. Like I can't wear the jersey 17 until like I, I hit my weight basically. No, I didn't have a choice. My favorite number was uh, retired because um, the guy who wore it before me had died in a tragic accident. Um, so it was an honor to put on 17 when we finally did get it. So right back at you, Josh. How about you watch that before you know what's going on? Anyways, we, we'll have to have you both on again because I feel like we didn't even scratch the surface here of some of the fun stuff we could talk about. Um, but we'll have to uh-huh. do Players and Clowns the again so you guys can redeem yourself for kind of a, you know, I don't I don't want to be too harsh, but a, 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 like a low-scoring performance on Players and Clowns of the Week. Is that is that fair or is that too harsh? I think it's fair. I mean, I had three weeks, what, two weeks preparation for this? It wasn't even like I, I was told yesterday, like... Yeah, like that's Probably true. Canceled. Don't give me more time. Yeah, you bailed twice. Plan out my years of the week and I didn't do it. Yeah, honestly, exactly. like, hey, Robin, I thought we were teammates. Yeah, I don't know. Well, again, you're also not teammates. <laughs> no, she did so... not for me. It was Raptors is made up. It was I was too stressed about the players and the clowns of the week that <laughs> she canceled, so I could come up with more in time. That can't have been it. I have but to Josh... come clean, like. If people are stressed about that, I'm feeling good about our performance on the show. So, Josh, also, how many times have you and I both gotten players and clowns of the week in the same week? Because it happened to us this week. We didn't even know it. We didn't even acknowledge that. And it happened in a pure way where when we first started this, like, you would call me a clown and I would get, like, really envious and retaliate. And, like, it just had a poor form. But this time it was pure and genuine. So, like, the, we got to do some reflection here. And, Garrett, I think they were really yeah, it good. it wasn't even in the script. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the huge script we sent before the show here. It, it's funny that they sent us the, the things we actually scripted that we asked them to bring a player in Clown of the Week. That's the stuff they folded up on. But when we got into the jersey and the team gear and stuff, they had the witty repartee going back and forth. They were a lot better. Yeah, I think it's because we put them in a box and said, you need to come with this. When they were just feeling like Josh, blowing it. Josh, they were great. They were you, great, Garrett. You warned them about players and Clowns of the Week? <laughs> You two knew that you had to do that coming in? I don't know if Robin knew for sure. Two weeks ago, I was told I didn't think of anything. You you knew you had to do that. And for the four potential choices, player, player, clown, clown, you picked one team for all four of those (laughs) with preparation and warning. I mean, my clown was different. Okay, your you cut was me. Where <laughs> volleyball is done. We're we're not in volleyball mode anymore. It's just our season's not, over. Like it's over. Our season's over. Like UBC just swept everybody. Okay, like whatever. That's no excuse. My <laughs> career is over, and I'm doing this every week. His career is over, and we're still hearing about it. Honestly. No yes, <laughs> and we'll never stop. This is we're renaming Sorry, the show a, to Garrett's thing. rehashing of old stuff. Uh, that's really just what we do. Get that jersey frame, put it in okay. the background. Yeah. I should do yeah. that. I should do that. Okay, I've, I've got a good story, actually, if we're rehashing Garrett's old stuff. 
Well, we're not though because we are now. well over time. Like we're, hey. we're already past the long side of an episode. So like I'm trying to shut it down, and we got more to talk about. Yeah, I mean, we'll just a nice little that. antidote. Gosh, no one is listening right now, by the way. Like, no one is listening to this. So if you're still okay. listening to this, please subscribe because we need it. And tell us, comment down below if you heard Robin's story that she's about to tell. Some Easter eggs in. We can test them later. Okay. Well, I'm at Western now. Garrett went to Western, which might be a surprise for most of you to learn. But uh, when I came to Western for the first time with Garrett as my coach, it was for an invitational tournament. And he hyped himself up. He said, I was kind of a big deal at Western. And 17, 16-year-old me said, yeah, sure, Garrett, you were. Like, that's great. Okay. I didn't know anything. And we walked. We were doing a little tour. Walked right into the men's head coach. There was a poster of Garrett. Yeah. That's proven wrong. And I had spent the whole tour kind of, like, Garrett thinks he's a big deal at Western. Oh, wow. Like, you know, because I didn't really know much about you when you coached me. But, there, yeah, I was proven wrong big time. And so maybe clown of the week to me then. But so, ended up going to Western. So it worked. All the talk Jim, about Western. Jim had my poster in his office? I had a photo. I don't know if it was a poster. It was like a very large framed photo. We walked in. I, was, I don't know who Jim was. I didn't know who Jim was at that point. So I was like cool men's coach like there's a photo of Garrett on his wall for some reason like honestly I was like whoa maybe he wasn't lying like maybe this guy actually did play some volleyball in his lifetime I'm getting emotional <laughs> yeah. good old Jim had my back Josh he had <laughs> my back this whole time oh gosh and here I am saying they're cursed Josh I need to take it all back and I need to I was re- gonna say is that poster still up like it, it did yeah, it he survive the curse episode I'll have to go check for you yeah, he ripped it off. Like he off. drew a mustache on my face Breaking or something. The destroyed it. Okay, we are well over. I'll draw, I'm gonna have to I'll edit draw this the thing. jersey really big. Like yeah. we have, there's so much work left to do to get this episode going, and we're still cracking jokes. I gotta shut it down as the host. I've done a terrible job. Thank you, t- you two, for finally making it on the show. Um, and thank, thank you. you for rolling with the punches and. Uh, calling us out we appreciate you joining us josh thank you as always if you're still listening do something text josh comment down below get off of this show we need something (laughs) yeah and like stop listening now because it's it's over basically but thank you all for joining us thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time